Packers win everything and Lions don't finish in last place? Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers time, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. We're in the offseason now, Grassi, and today is going to kick off the series that a lot of you have asked for. I've done this now for a number of years in which we are sitting at the end of May, early June, and it's time for the way-too-early predictions for every single division, how I think things are going to pan out. We'll take a look at what each team's floor is, in my opinion, where their ceiling is, take a look at some of their toughest games, and then, of course, rank them who's going to finish first through fourth. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new Patreon and YouTube members. First on the Patreon side of things, we have Madeline Murphy and James McDonald. A big shout out and thank you to you. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Colin Ray and the Vikings fan. A big shout out and thank you to you all. So let's start things off with, of course, the reigning defending NFC North and regular season champions. The Green Bay Mother Loving Packers. The Packers obviously having some changes this offseason, losing Devontae Adams, arguably the best wide receiver in football. But it, as long as he's happy, that's all that matters, right? So the Packers are going to have to figure it out at wide receiver. Of course, the Packers tried to address their need at wide receiver by drafting three guys. On top of that, they bring in a guy like Sammy Watkins. They also might not be done. There are some free agents that are still out there looking at you, Julio Jones. However... I think what a lot of people are sleeping on, those who are not Packer fans, are, one, the Packers are still going to have one of the best run games, I think, in the NFL. They should be a top 15 run team in which they have A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones might wind up being our wide receiver one, but that's regardless. And our defense should be stellar. Yes, we lost Zadarius Smith, but Zadarius Smith barely played last season. And Jair Alexander's returning from injury. We brought back Rasul Douglas, and we brought back Devontae Campbell. Oh, and we also got Devontae Wyatt and Quay Walker in the middle. So there's not only depth on the defense, but there is a ton of talent. So... Their defense should be pretty freaking fracking good. So taking a look at some of their toughest games, the Vikings are usually a pain in the ass, otherwise known as the purple incarnation of Satan. I could see them dropping a game there. You have the Buccaneers, the Bills, the Cowboys, Titans. It's on a short week, so that's probably going to be a little tough. You got the Eagles, the Rams, and the Dolphins. So if the Packers somehow lost all of these games, I could see their floor being around nine and eight. However, realistically, I think that they're probably going to finish around 12 and five so they would lose about five of these games I see they're sealing the best that they could possibly do at 14 and three the games that are really sticking out to me are the Buccaneers the Bills and then potentially the Rams or the Dolphins that could be challenging so their ceiling is going to be really high because I think again their defense should be good their offense yes they do have some concerns at wide receiver which they addressed I know everyone's going to pull out the statistics that Aaron Rodgers is not really great with rookie wide receivers but you do have Alan Lazard and on top of that you do you have Randall Cobb and Sammy Watkins is not a rookie. I'm not saying that they're going to be the best wide receiving core in the world, but I think under Matt LaFleur's offense, they're still going to be able to be successful. Then it's time for your fire and brimstone. Let's talk about the purple incarnation of Satan, and that is the Minnesota Vikings. 
They uh, had some changes as well. Nope, not Kirk Cousins. He is eternal, and I hope he stays there literally forever. But getting a new regime, new GM, new head coach, that's not Mike Zimmer. Are they going to be as conservative uh, as Mike Zimmer? I mean, it'd be pretty hard to do that. Also, Mike Zimmer hates backup quarterbacks. That's just a fact. Taking a look at some of their tough games, obviously they have the Packers twice. They have the Eagles, the Saints, the Dolphins, the Cardinals, the Bills, the Cowboys, and the Colts. The Vikings don't have the easiest of schedules in which they do go against some quality opponents. I actually have their floor being the same as the Packers at around nine and eight. I think that offense under not Mike Zimmer should be a lot better. And they're a team that has a lot of weapons. Of course, you have Justin Jefferson, you have Adam Thielen, you have Dalvin Cook. They should be able to make things go. Are they going to potentially sputter a little bit and struggle maybe just because it is a new coaching scheme? Perhaps, and we shall see. But looking at how high they could go and looking at their ceiling, I think that they could go 13 and four. Besides, obviously, the Packers, the really tough games I see them having, potentially against the Eagles, but it's going to be against the Bills, the Cowboys, and the Colts. So I do think the Vikings have a good shot of making the playoffs this year after missing it for the past two seasons. I, of course, am praying for their downfall, but realistically, I think that they're going to have a good season. Then taking a look at the Chicago Bears. Oh boy, the Bears, uh, this is a big season for them because as Justin Fields himself has said, it's a different mindset. Last year, knew you weren't going to be the starter. There was like, all right, there's more veteran guys that are going to get the starts before me. But now it's all on you, bud. Let's just hope the offensive line doesn't get you absolutely demolished. Losing guys like Allen Robinson. On top of that, that defense allowed a lot of points. They tried to address that in the draft. Also, with offensive line, they just drafted a whole bunch of them at the end and said, oh, somebody knows how to block, at least I assume. Looking at their tough games, the Packers twice, the Vikings twice. You could throw the Lions in there. 49ers could be a tough matchup for them. Patriots, Cowboys, Dolphins, Eagles, Bills. Like that, Again, not the easiest of lineups here. On on top of that, the Bears really just need to figure out this season, is Justin Fields their guy? Yes, they have cap constraints this year, the losing guys like Khalil Mack. Next year, they should have a lot more money. But the Bears really shouldn't be worried about winning this season. It's all about, hey, did we draft our franchise QB? You know, the one that we traded a lot to get. And if the answer is no, they got a lot more problems than what their record's going to be. Looking at their floor, I still think they should be able to win around seven games. So I have them at seven and ten. Their ceiling, I see them going 10 and 7. It's going to depend on how Justin Fields is going to develop. Yes, a lot of people are talking about their wide receivers, but you have Darnell Mooney there. They got Vilas Jones Jr., and even though he's about to go into a nursing home, I think that he's going to be just fine. They do have David Montgomery to rely on, and they don't have the coaching of Matt Nagy to lead them into oblivion. So I think the Bears are not going to be an abysmal team this year. However, uh, depending on Justin Fields, they're long-term future might be more in jeopardy. Then finally, we take a look at the Detroit Lions. Yep, the ones who took Jamison Williams from me, and you took Jamal Williams from me. Why are you taking my Williamses? The Lions getting some major upgrades in the draft. They did this in the 2021 draft and built it in the trenches. Here, they had a phenomenal draft. Not only did they rip off the Vikings uh, with an amazing trade, but they were able to get Aiden Hutchinson, arguably the best pass rusher in the entire draft. On top of that, as I mentioned, they got what I think is the best wide receiver, and they're slowly building that team. Dan Campbell, the players absolutely love him, and I think that 
the Lions might be a pain in the ass for a lot of teams this year. Looking at some of their tough games, of course, they have the Packers twice, the Vikings twice. They do maybe have the Bears once. Eagles, Patriots, Cowboys, Dolphins, Bills. Their schedule is not the absolute worst. And again, I think they might be a thorn in a lot of teams' sides this year. There was times where they were definitely competitive, like they beat the Vikings last year, which was really great, or they knocked the pants off of the Cardinals. Be careful if Jared Goff gets a little bit more comfortable in that scheme. I don't think he's going to be the guy, but the Lions are probably going to draft or attempt to draft their franchise QB next season. But that doesn't mean they can't win some games. That defense has potential to be, especially that pass rush, a bit dangerous. You have to hope that guys like Okuda are going to be able to develop after coming off a lackluster rookie season. And then, of course, missing the majority of last season with an injury. We'll see if those early draft picks can pay off. But I look at their floor and I think they're going to have the same floor as the Bears at 7-10. and 10. And I think their ceiling is a little bit higher at 11-6. and 6. I just think that there's some winnable games here. They could split with the Packers, the Vikings, the they could sweep the Bears. And then looking at where they're going to have some challenges, like the Eagles, Cowboys, Dolphins, and Bills. Definitely the Bills game. But I think this might be a perfect storm where the Lions surprise some people. I'm not saying that they're going to win the division or anything, but I think they have a decently high ceiling. So if you put all of this together the way that I think it's going to shake out, you got the Packers finishing in first place, followed by the Vikings, followed by the Lions, and then the Bears coming in last. Of course, none of this is set in stone, just my opinion based off of the schedule and how these teams have improved during the offseason. But of course, let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy, all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go! Go!